Welcome to another episode of the 2K20 edition of Racing with Jason podcast. I, of course, am your host, Jason Carter. You hit me up on Twitter and Instagram at JasonCarter03. Love interacting with all you awesome race fans out there. Going to Benji Lions on a little bit later today. One of the promoters down there at Cocopa Speedway in Yuma, Arizona. Uh, he actually... Uh, referred uh, himself as a guest, I guess you could say. Uh, he was kind of working with some other people, and he's like, hey, man, let me know I can hop on. He obviously heard episode number one, where I, you know, I did kind of call him out a little bit. And, uh, you know, we'll see how the interview goes. But I uh, can't thank Benji enough for uh, hopping on a little bit later on. As, uh, you know, looking at some of the things here right now, kind of a dark time here, getting ready to ramp up the racing season, uh, at least for myself here in a couple of weeks with the Arizona Dirt Track Tour. Going to be announcing all of those dates out of Arizona Speedway. Central Arizona Raceway, and of course, USA Raceway down in Tucson. So definitely looking forward to uh, doing that once again, along with uh, Chet and Speed Shift TV and all those boys. Always good time to uh, get to announce for Speed Shift, and uh, with Chet especially, uh, he's uh, one of my, and a lot of fans out there, one of their favorites. He's one of my favorite announcers as well, so I feel like a kid on Christmas where I get to work side-by-side side in a two-man booth with him. Uh, but as we get going in the second episode of 2020 man i was watching the chili bowl a few weeks ago and i gotta tell you the fans at the chili bowl are some of the most awesome race fans in the world i feel like i go to races now and you know even races i announced when i come out i do the final victory lane interview i look up and i think to myself who in the hell are we even talking to? Because everybody has got up and they have left. At the Chili Bowl, they all stay, they all celebrate, they all support. The driver does a little burnout, donut, you name it. And the f- crowd is just so involved. And I go to these other racetracks, you know, that here locally, a lot of local tracks across the country, it seems like they can't leave fast enough. And I don't understand why. I've never gone to a sporting event thinking, when can I get out of here? Like, you know what the race program is when you sign up for it, uh, whatever night. I mean, looks like, you mean, most tracks, we have four divisions run a night. Green flag flies at seven, have your heat races, get those knocked out of the way. And then it's like, all right, let's hurry and get these heats in so we can get out of here. I mean, are you really a race fan at that point, if that's your thought process? All right, heat race is done. Let's get these mains out of the way so we can get out of here. I got to go home and feed the fish. I, I, I don't understand why people are in such a hurry these days to uh, get out and not enjoy the moment more when it comes to uh, local dirt track racing. And it's not just in Arizona. I'm talking about everywhere else across the country. And you see it at tracks everywhere. So, I mean, it's just one of those things that kind of grinds my gears, I guess you can say, a little bit. That kind of irks me for some reason or another. Uh, and I'm not going to tell anybody out there, hey, this is what you should do with your dollar. I'm just saying... I don't like it. I mean, if that's what you want to do, if you're in such a hurry, by all means, be in a hurry. But when I look at it and the optics of the whole situation, it doesn't look good to me. It just doesn't look good that you go to an event, you spend your money on. I mean, I think, you know, where I announced most nights about 15, 18 bucks. You spend that money. If you you bring the wife, you and a buddy, bought some beer, probably tailgate a little bit. And you're out there. And and after the heat races, you know, you just take, what, an hour to get through? You look at the, your watch and you say, man, I can't wait to get out of here. Oh, man, this night's dragging on. And it's like 10 o'clock. It's like, that's a three-hour night and you can't do it? Now, I get it. Some races last a while. You know, we hit the curfew. 
you know, we go to 1145 midnight at some tracks. And yeah, I get it. It can be exhausting. But if you're looking at a regular program that goes as scheduled, which which doesn't happen often, but you know, more often than not, you get out probably about 1015, 1030. And a lot of these fans, they're like, oh, oh I'm out of here. Caution comes out five laps to go in the sprint car main or the modified main. Yeah, you know what? I'm out of here. Got to go. Can't, can't stay. It's like, what? Really? You can't stay for like three more minutes and watch the race? Or you can't stay and listen to what the driver has to say afterwards? It's shocking to me. It really is shocking to me how uh, fans in today's world act. And then you, they get on social media and they get on Twitter, Facebook, you name it. And they all just seem entitled about every little thing. And I hate it. I can't stand the entitled race fan out there like, ah, you know, why'd you have this on there? Why, why, why? This race, this program sucks. You guys did a crappy job. Like, hey, we're doing the best we can. I mean, I don't know what you want. I don't know. Just something that gets me, I guess. Anyways, my guest on today's podcast is Benji Lyons. I uh, had a great pleasure of interviewing him, and uh, here's how that went. And joining me now on the Racing with Jason podcast is one of the promoters down there at Kokopa Speedway. It is Mr. Benji Lyons. Benji, thanks for coming on. Hey, Alan. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm telling you what. If I if I uh, if I had a bikini, I'd be wearing it right now in Yuma, Arizona. Boy, it's nice out here. I'm sitting by the pool, enjoying a uh, little morning relaxation while all the racers are leaving town. Hey, well, I can speak for most of us when I say I'm glad you do not have a bikini down there in Kokomo right now in Yuma. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. So you just got done with the Winter Nationals. How'd the show go? It went absolutely phenomenal, man. Uh, I can't. I can't thank all these people. Now, pardon my voice here. We've uh, I've went from one thing to the next, so from a cold to to the, to the flu to everything else. But um, this uh, racing was absolutely great, and that's what matters. Not my not not my sickness. Uh, and the fans were great, and the sponsors are great, and everything. Everything's going good, but. Awesome. Hey, so let's backtrack a little bit. Let's talk about your history in racing. I mean, a lot of people don't really know, you know, where you're from, where you've been, man. Where'd you, uh, you know, get your start at uh, in racing? Were you like always a race fan, kind of turned promoter, or, you know, how'd you get started off with that? So I had, uh, I, bought, I bought me a race car one time, 2000. Yeah, yeah, 2000. And um, put our old boy in it, uh, uh, Mark Harrison. Was it? And um, we went out there and ran second, and then we ran second again. And boy, I don't like to run second. Right. Figured that out, and um, so we built some better race cars. And uh, Mark, uh, I still sponsored him my whole life, and, and scraped mud off his car. But then I put a boy named Stephen Ashcraft in there, and uh, we went and won a bunch of races. And I owned a bunch more race cars. And then when Centro on a raceway became available to purchase, then um, I was the first one, the first phone call that Ernie Mincy made, and that's how I got him in. And I think that was 2006, I believe. All I right. could be wrong there, but I think it's 2006 when I owned my first race track. Went from there to uh, had that one, had Tucson, had uh, Albuquerque, and had Canyon all at the same time, and walked away from the sport, I think. I walked away for about six or seven years, and now I'm back. Okay, Coca-Cola Speedway. The boy jumps to like that voice. Is that I don't know if that's a radio voice or not. 
It's some sort of voice. I don't know. Maybe do some bass there in the church choir or something like that. <laughs> well, my 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 mom is the church piano, so she'll probably tell me. Hey, well, there you go. So you got your start. Uh, so first racetrack you ever bought was Central Arizona Speedway, correct? Central Arizona Raceway. Raceway, yeah, yeah at correct. the time. Yeah, the the great car there at 11 Mile Corner and uh, Kansas Grand. And then, so... I was I didn't know that because I knew I guess you know back day I mean of course everybody you talk about Benji lines you line up ten people there's t- probably ten different opinions of uh, <laughs> of you but I thought you wow. know you were down there in Tucson is when I first yeah. got into the mix at Canyon I knew that you were down at Tucson a little bit with Kevin I don't know what happened there but Kevin kind of came up to Canyon and all that stuff then you were at Casa Grande for a little bit and then now you're back you know. <laughs> this, this this sport will absolutely burn you out. There's no doubt about it. I'm doing my best, and I'm putting people in in places that doesn't burn you out. Um, in other words, hiring help right. that won't burn you out. Um, so typically, my uh, well, what had happened before is I, you know, again, I, I think I ran seven years of business and then took seven years off. So I'm trying to. I'm, I love this sport. I do anything in it. My family do anything for it. My my mom's involved. My wife's involved. My kids are involved. Everybody's involved. But this thing will burn you out. There's no doubt about it. And oh, yeah. uh, that, that, those are the things that I'm trying to do that, that will change this deal. I want to do this. I, I have no idea how guys like Keith Hall, Dennis Wood, um, those guys, you know, from PIR to Manzanita, I have no idea how those guys did it for 40 years because this thing will burn you out. And I'm trying to take the measures uh, this this go around to do not get burned out. And if that makes sense to you? Oh yeah, definitely. I hear you. Heck, I get burned out too on some things. Yeah. <laughs> so you have uh, so you and Brad Whitfield kind of running the show down there, right? How how like what's the so, level of uh, go, the ladder structure there? So I am absolutely. I so the tribal council of the Cocopa tribe um, came to me in January. And um, they reached out to me. And that was last year, right? 2019? That? that was a year ago, correct? 2019? That was yeah, just a week ago. A week ago, one year, a week ago. Yeah. Right. They reached out to me and wanted to, um, they wanted out of the business, which they're, they're very good at making casinos work and stuff. And let's face it, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I don't know how to run a casino, but I know how to run a racetrack. Exactly. But when it comes to running, um, those things really turn left every, every you know, every half mile. We can make that work. And they came to me, and we came across a deal, and I leased the racetrack from them. They are, they are, tip, they are just the land owner and great landowners. Um, so anything that goes good or goes bad, it's all on me. And yeah, that's how that's how it goes. And it's no different than any of it. When I took over Central Arizona Raceway, when I took over USA Raceway, when I took over Hollywood Hills, um, when I took over Canyon Speedway Park, you know, all of them weren't in great shape. Otherwise, they wouldn't be leasing them. Right. So, uh, I guess, you know, you ever seen that, that show Bar Rehab? Yep. I feel like I'm the, re- I feel like I'm the racetrack rehab. There you go. I wish I wish they would do one for some of these tracks you see shut down across the country. Get a little John Taffer in there. Well, I feel like I'm that guy sometimes. That's maybe why I don't have a voice right now. <laughs> Always yelling. <laughs> yeah, well, 
I try. I gotta get, sometimes got to get people's attention. So, uh, heroes growing up, you having racing heroes? I mean, I love them all. AJ Foyt's probably the top of the deal. Right. Um, people on a lot of charts. Yeah. No, no, no. We'll, we'll, we'll go back to the, just at the grassroots. Mark Harrison. I mean, and uh, Nolan Morrow. Um, guys like that. Uh, one of my old drivers. Hold on. I better go inside. Hold on. Right. I don't know if you. I don't know if you've ever been here, but we live. Uh, we live over here, right on top of a um, one of the biggest flight patterns for. Oh, hold on. Let me get in there. For all of uh, our our military, and they test and fly every single day, and that's what you heard right there. No, I gotcha. But uh, as far I mean, I. Those old school guys like that, man, they taught me a whole lot about life. My, one of my old drivers, Art Lacey, ran in. We took, we took nothing and went and won a bunch of races. I mean, and it, stuff like that, what it just done. Uh, I feel like, I don't know, that's, that's where I come from. It is, is making something out of nothing. Hey, there you go. And, uh, you know, speaking of something out of nothing, uh, you actually reached out to me to be on the podcast this week. I'm guessing you heard uh, the first edition of the 2020 podcast. You know, I mean, I called you out a little bit there. What were your initial uh, reactions? Well, I felt I felt you kind of you called me out right there. And I feel like we didn't we didn't have any discussion. Um, I, I don't I don't really feel like you had any information to 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 throw um, stones at me, but right. I mean, I was just going um, off here saying what I see on social media. No, that's and that's okay. Um, and, and I do know that I have held to a different. Um, I, my accountability is a little different than every other racetrack promoter in Arizona. It's how I feel, and it's not going to change. And that's because you guys hold me differently than anybody else. Um, nobody talks about these other racetrack promoters, and that's okay. And that's probably because I'm a little outspoken and those things. Uh, but okay, I guess I, if, if the shoe fits, I'll wear it. But uh, so you called me out on, on a couple of things. And I think the first thing was um, what, what I posted on social media that said that somebody, are we, but no, what I, somebody in the, in the, in the lobby here right. that noticed me said that, um, that I wasn't the most, Famous guy on, on Facebook or something? Is that correct? Right. Yeah, that's what I saw. And then you know, then, then I did, did my little dive. Like, hey, what happened to Coca Cola yesterday? And got a few different reports. And they all pretty much sounded the same. I was like, oh, all right, well, that's weird. Okay, so here's the deal. You're either a hero or the zero in this sport. Oh, yeah. And, then, and, and my team will get up and go again every single morning. So that day, I wasn't the most um, favorable guy in town. Um, I wasn't. And... I stand behind the, I stand behind my team every single time they made the right call in my eyes. And, um, I didn't make the call, but I dang sure will always stand behind them. And that will never, ever change. We had a time limit of, of what, when you run six races in nine days, I think you just went through the same thing. Weren't you a part of another event that right. I don't even care to talk about? Yeah. Um, so you understand that there's timing in this thing. So when that call got made, I stand behind them, 110%. Now, if we have a conversation on Monday mornings, that means we have a conversation on Monday mornings. That is not for social media. That is not for anything. I will stand behind my people 110%. Right. 
So, um, and then I got, what you called me out on, on the sprint car deal too, right? You called yeah. me out on all kinds of well, I called you on the Western world cause, cause you were the first one to kind of jump to Facebook and said, you know, let's make the Western world great again. Do you remember that were you around the Western world when Keith Hall was walking around in a three piece suit and, 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 uh, and, uh, Budweiser, uh, trophy girls on each side of his uh, arms. I mean, Hey, I missed the after parties. That's for damn sure. We used to have some great parties when I first got started, and, and those things have gone away. But it hasn't just been that. Okay. It's, it's all around. I, mean, I remember going out, me and Casey Buckman were talking last year, like, we used to rage so effing hard. And I don't know why we don't do that anymore. Now it seems yeah. like not just with drivers but fans too, I feel like, which I talked about a little bit earlier on, how everybody's just so quick to leave now. There's no doubt, and the first thing that, that people turn to, and I and I don't want to be a part of that, and and sometimes I forget that my that my personal page isn't just personal. Right um, now, I'm not apologizing for anything that I say. I'm not doing that whatsoever. But those are the things that I grew up with, and I'm still passionate about, and those things that I strive to be. You know. Um, so, in other words, your, your words, word, your post those wasn't those necessarily about the racing, correct? It was more so. Of man, the Western used to be one hell of a party. One hell of a party, but you know, and then all of these gimmicks. There's all these gimmicks now. You know, let's 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 bring this in. Let's bring this in. Let's bring this in. No, no, no. no. How about we just focus on some racing, and the rest of that stuff will take place. I, I don't. Um, I don't. Maybe I'm old school. Maybe I was raised by these cats that that. Uh, um, they, they, they grew up doing business in the 70s and 80s. I don't know, but I am who I am, and I'm not backing down from it. Let me tell you that. Hey, I definitely respect that. You know, that's what I'm doing this podcast. I am who I am. There's people out there who said, you probably should interview Benji. I said, dude, this is an open Let's forum go. here. This microphone, this is what this is. This open forum, yeah. man. Like, if, if you get, people got a story out there, they want to get it out. Let's get it out. Hash it out. Yeah. And I, and I appreciate that, man. And you stepped right up to the deal. I know you called me out, and and, and you followed it right back up, and I can respect that, and I hope you respect me for that. Oh, yeah, um, definitely. I, I mean, I love this sport, man. I, my whole family is – I mean, I, I sleep in a damn hotel room five days a week, uh, and that, that, I'm not looking for any sympathy from anybody. Uh, this is how I make a living. This is not just a, this is not just a hobby. And uh, this week that we had here – so cool and 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 the people that we've met and what we're building here is probably the most excited i've ever been um probably since that you know since i started the wild west shootout in 2006 i believe is the year or whatever this is the most exciting i've ever been and um uh and we're not stopping we're gonna keep going i'm telling you that well i'm telling you we ain't stopping well, hell yeah, man. Uh, you got some m- more races, I think, on the schedule this year. Uh, a couple more two-day shows. Uh, you know, what's on the docket? Some of the big races coming up. So, we're definitely – we're definitely. Um, so, the West Hurst Memorial def- will be our biggest um, race of, of 2020. All right, 2020, yes. And um, – but we have the Deacon Dick Memorial. We have what, what is really um, near and dear to our hearts, Mike Corning, that we lost this year. We have that memorial race coming up. Um, I think we start back up February first. You know, we had our schedule out Feb- or right before Thanksgiving, which I thought was pretty cool. It's the first time I'd ever had a schedule done that quick, and we are we're working um, just hand in hand with Barona Speedway over there at um, 
Canyon Speedway Park, we only have a couple um, races that are overlapping. And, uh, you know, I think all the rest of the stuff we will we'll figure out as we go. But we're still learning here. This is a new environment. This is a new racetrack, this whole deal. And we're just excited, man. I mean, I'm telling you, I, as you can tell, as my voice tells, I am excited, and I talk to them much. <laughs> <laughs> the horse and the excitedness, Benji. Well, hey, man, I appreciate yeah. you hopping on, brother. All right, buddy. You have a great day. All right, you too, man. All right, buddy. Bye. Bye. Hey, I want to thank Benji Lines for hopping on the podcast with me this week. Look forward to a new, brand new podcast here in a few weeks and a brand new interview. Don't quite have that figured out yet who it's going to be, but I do have some ideas and guys that I think you would enjoy. At least uh, if you don't enjoy them, I'll probably enjoy them, and that's really all that matters because, hey, it's my podcast. Anyways, we got some racing going on this week. Central Arizona Speedway is going to drop the green flag on their 2020 season with the Santana Ford ASCS Desert Sprint Car Series. Gates will open at 5 o'clock with the racing starting at 7 p.m. They will be joined up by the non-wing Power 600 Series Micros, Pure Stocks, and Bombers. That is Saturday night at Central Arizona Speedway. And you might be able to make it a double hitter on Saturday as Canyon Speedway Park will also be in action in the afternoon with the gates opening up at 11 o'clock and green flag flying at 1 p.m. on Saturday and Sunday for their winter challenge. That, of course, being broadcast live on Speed Shift TV features the IMCA Modifieds, IMCA Northern Sport Mods, IMCA Stock Cars, and the IMCA Hobby Stocks. Also have an open practice session on Friday, but the racing will be Saturday and Sunday this weekend out at Canyon Speedway Park. Also going to have the Arizona Micro Wing Sprints on hand those two days for day number three and four of the Winter Challenge down at Canyon Speedway Park. And, of course, coming up next week, we kicked off Friday night, the Arizona Dirt Track Tour. Keep got to remind myself that we changed the name up. The Arizona Dirt Track Tour featuring the IMCA Modifieds, IMCA Northern Sport Mods, and the IMCA Stock Cars. Looking forward to calling some awesome stock car racing the entire week. Of course, that will kick off at Arizona Speedway next Friday and Saturday, moving to Central Arizona Speedway on the Sunday for a little bit of a day show. Going to have a Monday night practice, a Tuesday night race down in Casa Grande, and then we'll be racing in Tucson the Friday and Saturday, I believe Valentine's Day. So uh, all you men out there, make sure you get your loved one some flowers and uh, head on out to the track. <laughs> or maybe if she's into racing, bring her out to the race. And if she's not into racing, make her a race fan. Just bring her out anyways. So looking forward to calling that once again here in the 2020 season. Anyways, I want to thank all you race fans for listening. Like I said, I am Jason Carter. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at JasonCarter03. Love interacting with all you race fans. Drop a comment. You also like my Facebook page, Racing with Jason Podcast. And of course, make sure you spread the word. Share this podcast with your friends. You can get it on Podbean, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. Those are the three platforms that I use. And my final thought for this weekend, I saw somebody post uh, just asking a question this past weekend to Rowdy Briggs out at Canyon Speedway Park, and it was pretty much, hey man, where's timing and scoring? Can't find timing and scoring on here. And you know, Rowdy, I don't remember what his answer was, said something, but I think they got it rectified uh, throughout the day. But Jason Rominger commented on there, and his comment simply said, no comment. Now you can take that for what it is, sly comment, 
He, of course, came back and said, you know, this comment wasn't meant to be like a mean post or anything like that. I'm just saying the first week of the season, it can be hard to get everything lined up, which it can be. I mean, it is such a bleep show trying to get the everything right the first race weekend of the year. Even if you have like a month off and those first, you know, 10 months of the last season, they were went perfect. That first race of the year always brings some sort of ass pain that you don't want. Um, anyways, Jason Rominger posted the, just no comment. Rowdy Briggs then thought he was calling him out. And whether or not you want to believe what Rominger said or not, I don't know. It's up to you. I think he said it knowing that it was going to be an issue. And I feel like that's kind of how Jason is. He's kind of a sly, witty guy. You know, he likes to throw some barbs out there every now and then. So that's what he did. Um, not saying it's a bad thing. Not saying it's a good thing. I'm just saying it's his thing. Um, but to come back, Rowdy, I didn't really like that. I mean, guys, take it to the DMs or something. Don't post it everywhere so people can see it. Because you see it, I'm going to talk about it. And then you're going to get mad at me talking about it because I saw it. It's public knowledge. I saw it on my Facebook feed. So just take it to the DMs, guys. Please. It's 2020. Let's stop blowing up people's walls on stupid bullshit in 2020. Anyways, that's all I got for today's show. I want to thank Benji Lyons once again for hopping on the podcast. And I thank all you fans out there for listening. God bless you. God bless troops. And God bless America.